Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, Episode 74. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews in the Springfield studio. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm doing well, Connor. How are you? Uh, well, it's all about you. You were the sick one this week. I know. I got that stupid flu. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's horrible. It is. It's horrible. It's depressing. It's hard to get over. And, and here's the really bad thing about it. You think you have kicked it and you feel better, and it will come back and haunt you again. Yeah, exactly. Just when you get confident enough to say, hey, I'm getting better, and boom, it nails you back. Yeah, had that over the holidays. So, not yeah. fun. My it heart's is with not you. fun, but let me tell you, nothing is worse than the tragedy that has hit the United States this week. Yes, horrible. Parkland, Florida. A gunman opened fire on a middle school slash high school, killing 17 and injuring 12, five of which were very serious. Um, I am happy to report that only one is still in um, serious condition in ICU. Nevertheless, it has been a horrible, eye-opening week. Yeah, I... I don't even know what to say. So many things went wrong here. This kid was 19 years old. He had been suspended from school sometime last school year. I mean, I've heard several different stories. Nevertheless, he was sent to a special school. I Apparently that didn't work out. His adopted mother died in November. What is most important is the systematic failure of the FBI. The FBI was warned about this kid uh, back in October from someone online that noticed that he had made a comment on YouTube saying, I'm going to be a school shooter. Now, yeah. on that was his, you know how Google owns YouTube? Yeah. His Google, Google Plus handle was at the bottom of that, where he made that statement. Right. You can't comment on YouTube without being signed in. Exactly. Okay? This, I'm calling him a good Samaritan, happens to be a bail bondsman, turned it in to the FBI. Okay? The FBI first reported this week that they couldn't figure out who he was. Have they ever heard of an IEP address? <laughs> Are you kidding oh, me? Wow. I, I tell you what, if I do something ugly or we mention Bill Clinton's name, they can sure as hell censor us. Yeah. And they couldn't get this kid. Yeah. Now, he wow. also spelled his name Nicholas Cruz, very specifically. Nicholas was N-I-K-O-L-A-U-S. 
That's not a very normal spelling for Nicholas. So that starts narrowing it down if you don't know about IEP addresses, which really scares me because, you know, if the FBI wasn't so set on impeaching or overthrowing the Trump administration, they might have had time to save the lives of these kids. Right. And the reason I'm so mad is they came out a few hours ago that not only did they have that, not only did the school already have him banned from campus using a backpack. I mean, if they tell you you can't come to school with a backpack, then you probably shouldn't be there at all. <laughs> and wow. the authorities should probably be alerted. Yeah, I'd now, say. Nevertheless, on January 5th, a relative called in, told the FBI where he had weapons the fact that he had made threats to kill, to be a school shooter, and that he had mental health issues. All they need is weapons and threats to pick him up, and they can keep him for a very long time. That brings us up to date. The governor of Florida, Rick Scott, has asked for Christopher Reyes to step down as FBI director. Hell in yeah. Situation. Well, we've known for a while the FBI needs a total overhaul. Well, and, you know, you know how I feel about my guns. And like a lot of our viewers do. I like my guns. I want to keep them. There are a lot of guns in this country. Nevertheless, in the wake of situations like this, people tend to want to hand over a lot of their liberties. Our young people are the first. And I say that with all due respect, because I believe when I was young, I wanted to hand over my gun, too. I didn't want one. I remember crying, Dad, I don't want my gun. So I, I do have a lot of respect for it. And I, um, I think that um, it's important. But I, we have with us today, Ian, who's a college student. Hi, Ian. To be a teacher. Hey, Glad to be here. Yeah, this is uh, definitely more in in your ball court for sure. If you're thinking of going into education, we haven't been in school for a long time. Absolutely, and Ian, several months ago, before this conglomeration of school shootings, I don't believe he was so much on board with gun control. Yeah, you know, I... We've had 18 so far this year. Yeah. School shootings. And he has changed his viewpoint. So I'm going to let him kind of introduce what's on his mind. You know, I, I was always for our right to have guns. But, you know, as, you know, I looked into it, saw the amount of school shootings we had, saw, you know, the, how many guns we have as a country is just... It honestly blew my mind. I did not know that, you know, almost everyone, like not everyone, but a large majority of the U.S. population owns guns. They, they have guns. There are more guns than people in the United States. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I'd never thought about that. And so, you know, I go on that. I'm looking at that. I'm looking, you know, how many school shootings do other countries have? You know, not much. And, it, it, you know, I went from that to eventually I was like, you know, I'm in school, and, you know, based on just, you know, regular statistics, you know, most of my classroom probably has guns at home. 
You know, what if one of them I that I don't know much about decides, hey, I'm going to walk into this class and shoot it up? It is a worry. It's it's a big worry. And in the United States, we are how far into 2018? There has been 18 school shootings. Of course, not all of them, thank goodness, has been as bad as Parkland. But 18 and we are six weeks into the new year. I know. That's almost like one every two and a half days or something. Exactly. And wow. it and when they're not that bad, forgive me for saying that, we tend to overlook them. They have become so much a part of our life since Columbine. Well, thinking this over, Ian, does it make you feel like you should maybe have a weapon with you in school? Not really, no. Actually, uh, quite the other way. Actually, I feel like, you know, we should have more regulations against anybody having a weapon at school. But are you aware of the fact that on these um, gun-free zones tends to be the place where the gunmen's hit? Well, it's true. I mean, they use that to their advantage. But, that's you you know, the route of of putting guns in the hands of more people on, you know, the campus, you know, or on just anywhere in the gun-free zones... That's not the the solution to the problem. The solution to the problem is making sure that the guns don't make it to the campus. They don't get there ever. Well, how do you do that? You know, I mean, because you're not going to pick up more than 300 million guns you know, in the United States because people are going to turn them over. I mean, do you know what you'd do if you start knocking at the doors and start trying to pick up people's guns? I think that um, you would basically have a civil war. Oh, in the United yeah, States. Definitely. We would. love our guns. Yeah. I, I agree to that, but I mean, why would you have a gun if you don't intend to use it? You know, it's it comes down to that factor that, you know, we have the guns. Well, but self-defense. We're ready to use it. But if the guns weren't there, we wouldn't need them to use them. How can we make sure that they don't make it on campus? What could we have done? Now, let me give you just a brief little rundown. This kid was um, living with some friends of the family since his mother died. He was living in a trailer park about 30 minutes away from the high school where he, he had gone to school when he lived with his family prior to his mother's death. He took an Uber car. He had a backpack and a soft saddlebag or gym bag, soft-sided, and that's where he had the guns and the ammunition. So he took an Uber car to the campus, got out. He had smoke bombs. Did he actually throw the smoke bombs? Most believe he did, and he threw a fire alarm. That was in order to get the students to come out of the classrooms. Now, my question is that, you know. So that he could maximize the damage. Yeah, I haven't seen too much, but when you entered that school, was it ever shown how, like, what you have to go through? to get into the school like there's so many buildings and so many doors that i think is very easy i mean nobody i mean they did have armed guards but they have so many buildings they had four thousand students they had a middle school and a high school but there's no perimeter so to speak yeah and it's not like you know even where we live it's so warm down there that they go from building to building. Yeah, it's it's multiple it's locations, multiple right. perimeters that would have to be set up 
in order to stop something like that. Exactly. So he did his shooting. The shooting lasted less than three minutes. He was on campus less than six minutes. He then removes his shirt, I guess, drops his weapons and runs out with a group of students running from him. Okay, but he uses that as a disguise. Runs to a Walmart. Inside the Walmart was a subway, um, you know, the sandwich place. Yeah. He gets a soda and then goes just a little ways away to a McDonald's and sets down. Not not long after did the, the, the cops arrest him there. Now. That's kind of how the, the timeline went. This was very quickly. But, like Ian said, he was able to walk into campus. You know, my guess is we need to build that wall and we need to build it around our schools. There is no way he should have been able to walk in. I thought schools in the U.S. had security guards, armed security guards, or police. It, Actually, not as many as you think. Yeah, it really depends on where you're at. Like, for example, when I was in uh, when I was in high school, you know, they didn't even enact this till my final year. But you, when you went into the building, you had to walk through like the front door, then you had to walk into the like the main administration office, administration office, and then you could walk into the actual school. But prior to my last year at high school, you could really just walk straight in. Like, Absolutely. No, no one would stop you. And, you know, we, we didn't have, we had maybe one school police officer, like, on campus at any given time. Well, and sometimes they might be out driving around trying to find some kid caught in class. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, you know, they weren't necessarily at their post. Yeah, it wasn't guaranteed that they were going to be there. So, and it was only one person, so. Well, and, and you know, it's really ridiculous when you think about it, because, when we go into the social security office here, you have to go through a metal detector. And they have, I believe, about three security officers when you go into the court house. Even when you go over to JUCO, you've got to go through security before you ever enter the proper part of the building. Why can't we do the same for our kids? And at the same time, I do believe there should be some teachers that are trained are trained and caring and armed absolutely and armed. absolutely yeah I, I have a little better idea how about we take some of these veterans that can't hold down a job once they get back from from iraq in the middle east why don't we hire those veterans to protect, to protect our, our kids children? absolutely yeah. they've just I mean, they've just been fighting be for, for your country exactly they're gonna fight for your kids Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're very loyal people. There's so many levels to this. We, we go to the top level, gun control for the masses. We know that's not going to work. Maybe, it's not going to uh, work in the U.S. Maybe you're going to outlaw the uh, AR-15 rifle because it seems to be taking the hits all the time, you know, and being used quite often, frankly. So maybe they're going to target that. Maybe that's a good idea, but you're never going to stop guns from being out there in the public. And a lot of people think, oh, Canada is not guns. People don't have guns. Some of that is true, but we almost have as much guns as you guys have per capita. Yeah. 
I mean, we're a gun-loving country, too. And we have some pretty yeah, strict laws. Yeah, because you guys laws. do a lot of hunting. Yes. Yeah. We, you know, why some of that is got, Why don't you have school shootings, then? It happens that we get uh, phone calls, things like that. I think there was a couple shutdowns in schools here this year because of threats phoned in or a possible bomb or possible shooter or whatever. They just locked down the schools. And they don't just lock down one school. They lock them all down. All down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so do you think, like, you know, the lack of the actual shootings there is, is because, you know, you react faster and you react more harshly to threats? I don't think that's the case at all. Or have you just gotten lucky so far? Hard to, I mean, we've had shootings at schools. Have you? Oh, yeah. I, okay. You know. We haven't not, heard about it here. Universities or colleges, you know, in the past. But as far as, as, as like middle school, stuff like that, yeah, it doesn't happen here. But they get locked down. I, I mean, my granddaughter was locked down a couple weeks ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So they're very proactive. If there's any kind of threat, they pull the alarm. Exactly. Which yeah. in this case, it sounded like the FBI, you know, multiple totally people were ringing the, the bell. Hey, you know, look at this guy. He's going to go freaking nuts and kill people. And they just did nothing. I mean, there was no student. There was no member of the faculty. In fact, the police that didn't know before the guy's name was released, basically who the hell had done it. I mean, that's how obvious this kid was. Yeah. He had how did they issues. find him sitting in a, in a restaurant? They already knew who he was. You, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, there were so many calls. It's just mind-boggling that they dropped the ball this bad. Well, you know, one thing that I, that I think of, too, is, um, you know, last I want to say last semester... You know, my high school had a, you know, a threat against it saying somebody apparently sent some message out saying that they were going to come and shoot up the school. Well, you know, the school did nothing. You know, they, they had a cut. They I didn't think go they, on lockdown? No, they didn't go on lockdown. I think they, they might have had one or two more guards present, like one school police. But actually, you know, a lot of the, the students, they didn't show up because they had already heard about it and they didn't want to show up. So it wasn't the school so that did like anything. It an was an advance warning. Yeah, it was the the students and the parents who decided they weren't going to send their kid they to school the on the day that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it wasn't the school. It's at just all. not worth the chance. Wow. You know, and the school should you know should have done something. Something. What you know, is that and, something and though? That's that's the big kids, question. You know, what and, is the something? Exactly, and these seventeen that were killed yesterday. You know, they don't get a second chance. No, innocent. You know, one of the kids' father said, for my daughter, go out there and do something great. Breathe for her. Yeah, imagine. Wow. You know, he never, he can never see her again. Yeah. Yeah. He can, he won't dance at her wedding. Well, you know, the the problem is, you know, how many, how many shootings do you say we've had this year? 18, 18, according to ABC. Yeah, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not discounting this. This was a horrible tragedy. But why is it that just now we're getting on the ball and doing something? Like, this has been going on for because years. Because we had to have the body count high enough. And you're right. That's wrong. It's, it, it shouldn't be 
on the basis of a body count. Like, for example, in the UK in 1996, they had, I believe it's 1996, they had a school shooting immediately, almost immediately afterwards, that year, I believe, they had, you know, laws on the record to deal with that sort of event. Like, why, you know, we, we really haven't done much. Like, no, I said, but I will say that President Trump said to his staff today, submit any ideas you have to me. I don't care how stupid you think they are. Submit them because we have to do something. Yeah. You know, it's I, I'm, I look forward to see what's going to be done. But, you know, we need to act quickly. We've, we've spent too much time waiting to do something. So I have a question for you, Ian. You graduate, let's say you graduate university with honors like you're going to do, right? Right? Yeah, correct. <laughs> and you get a job. But a part of that job, teaching in that school, requires you to go through training and to be armed to defend your students. What do you do? I mean, if they require me, you, you know, that's... I, I mean, I'm going to do it because it's for my job and, you know, how, how else am I going to do it? But... You know, really, you know, I'm on the stance like, you know, I just wish we, we didn't have to have guns. Like, why, you know, unless you intend to use it, you know, why should you have it, you know? Yeah. Like, there, there's got to be another. wish, though. That's not reality. Yeah. yeah you, you know, there's, there's got to be another way, you know. There, there, there's plenty of countries that, that you know, make it w without having to have their teachers armed. Absolutely. What do they do? What do they do? You know, the, they make their locations secure. Okay. You know, gated schools, uniforms, IDs, you know, even in some countries in the U.S., you know, you got searches, but, I mean, that's not widely done enough, you know, metal detectors, whatnot, you know, just to, to make sure, you know, all their kids are safe. So what? And they've been do? doing this for a long would, time, I guess. You, you would take the training to keep your job, but you wouldn't agree with the training. And yeah, having to carry. I, I feel like, yeah, you know, I feel we should up security, but I don't feel like as a teacher, You're the I one. should require. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Because, you know, as a teacher, you know, I, you know I'd you know, i love to defend my students, but, you know, I, I'm not necessarily signing up to throw my life away when, you know, somebody with a gun who shouldn't have it is, you know. An AR-15 and you're standing there with a little pea shooter, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. That's a definitely a good point. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I don't actually see any real... It's cut and dried. There's a solution right here. All we have to do is this. Yeah, it's not. There, yeah. There's no, not, not one solution. Yeah, it, it's rough. You, you either got to, you know, take the guns away, put more... Put the gun, which, you know, isn't going to work. You know, people aren't going to give up their guns. You put the guns in more hands of people, which could either result in more violence or deter the shootings. Or, you know, you, you make schools more secure with gates, walls. I think we have to make our schools more secure. I, I think like our my children are worth idea. it. I like my veteran. Oh, I love the veteran. I think that's part of it. But I also think you check everybody that goes into that school before they walk in the entrance, you put up a little hut, you know. At the university, they had like little um, security huts. Right. Back when I was in school, and in fact, if you had a night class, you called the security hut and they would walk you, you know, and that was a precaution for rape for right. women. 
you know, and the huts were, you know, periodically all over campus. They weren't necessarily used to screen people before they went in the building, but they were warm bodies. Many of them were armed back then. I don't know what it's like now, but I do believe you've got to, you've got to check everybody before they go in. You know, um, just, just as an observation from my time, you know, my school right now. Yeah. I, I've seen maybe two guards in the, I'm in my second semester there and I've seen maybe two guards and yeah, their their presence just—it's not that strong. And are you know, they undercover? Just, some? Uh, they could be. You know, they, yeah, they, they that's a point. I, I I don't think so though. You know, and, and especially at my school, you know, you could just walk in. Like no no one's gonna stop you. You know, we we all wear regular clothes. None of us have really any sort of identification. And you know, anybody could be there. Anybody. Yeah. For any and that's reason. That's not safe. You know, anybody can go to our library. You know. They won't even be questioned. They can sit and, you know, mm-hmm. read our books. And, and, you know, if you just think Bingo, about that. There's a Starbucks there in the entrance. Yeah, yeah, there? yeah. You know, you, you could go do anything at my school. You, I mean, you can't go into a classroom that people will be like, what are you doing here? You don't belong yeah. in this class. Yeah. But outside of that. Well, by that time, it's way too late. But yeah, don't get to the classroom. Yeah, nobody's going to question you until you get to a classroom that you're not supposed to be yeah, in. Yeah, and that's a long ways off. They can do a hell of a lot of shooting. Yeah. Well, one thing other countries don't have that you guys have is, in, and that's the NRA. Is yeah. that the problem? I don't know. I'm, you know, an, I'm an NRA member. I, I love the NRA. And after the Las Vegas shooting, you know, the NRA was all for uh, Congress passing a law to get rid of bump stocks. And guess what? Congress hasn't done it. And the NRA definitely said, get rid of them. They will turn a semi-automatic weapon into a into an automatic a, weapon. An automatic. Yes. So does Congress really want to act? Even the Dems. Who yeah. hate and is guns. that because of political contributions from the NRA? Well, that supposedly the um, left, the Democrats do not get them. And Nancy Pelosi said. She would like something passed more than she would like to win the election. She's that makes me want to pass something. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, you want to hear something something really crazy though. Like, you know, I, I'm not for really, you know, taking everyone's guns away, but I'm for you know, screen the people who have guns more. Well, people with they serious tra- mental health problems. Them. But the fact is, you know, let's say, you know, this isn't true, but. You know, if I had mental health problems, like let's say, you know, I I had severe anxiety, depression, you know, something really bad. And and for some reason, you know, I I felt like I really wanted to just go in and get back at the school, you know, for example. And so I I decided I'm going to I'm going to walk down to the local gun store and buy a gun. Well, bear in mind, I've never been checked by a psychiatrist, you know, all those things. And they run me through a background check. I pass. Exactly. Here's your gun. Yeah. Go shoot up that school. You know? Yeah, but I also think you have to define what would be a serious illness. For example, I wouldn't think that um, anxiety would be enough. I wouldn't keep somebody well, that's true, that was true. Dan- I, mean, I wouldn't even I wouldn't keep somebody that was diagnosed from panic disorder. I wouldn't keep them from having a gun. I so see I mean 
But all of us have a different threshold. Yeah, but now a sociopathic de- behavior like this kid had, where he killed animals and um, basically exhibited no ability to have, to have empathy. Uh, of course, I would keep him. Someone with schizophrenia, even though they don't tend to be violent. But you know, let's say you know, let's say a very small percentage of like you know mental health disorders are ever even tried and diagnosed, like tested. And oh, diagnosed. absolutely. You're so, exactly so right. What I'm saying is if you've never got tested and diagnosed, you could be a full on psychopath and you're, I think somebody would have noticed, but it would, it would be in your school records. I mean, yeah. in somebody's records, but in the cases of, of these, nobody, you know, people may have noticed it, but it wasn't acted upon. And, you know, yeah, the if, FBI dropped the ball here and in parts, you know, so it wouldn't even be noticed if it was never reported. I mean, you know, what if your your parents just don't care? Like when you're growing up with that kind yeah. of disability, what if your parents just don't care and they never report you? They're like, I don't want them to know my kid's a sociopath, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, and you could then you pass a background check to get a gun. There you go. To get a, you know. There's going to probably be some other signs there, though. Yeah. And the, and the parents are not going to be the only one. That the kid encounters. Yeah, he's not day. not just going to go crazy at the year go twenty when he's got a gun. There's going to be some sort of go back record. I one thing I do There's know is, be, is know, that it's pretty neighbors. strict to to own a gun in Canada. Um, they, you know, if you've had crimes in the past, things like that, it's impossible. You can't own a gun. So I know that right. we do have that in place, and a certain like. Any kind of gun license, you have to take courses. You're, they just yeah. don't, because you're a good, upstanding citizen, okay, you can have a gun. No, you got to go through training to have that gun. Yeah, but so, that, that's how it is here, though. You know, you don't have to have training. I can, like I said, well, like I was that's saying, in Missouri. The states have their own laws. Right. But Missouri has just relaxed mm. their laws last year. Therein the lies a whole ago. other problem, though. Maybe this is something better governed on a federal level and say, no, nobody can have an AR-15, nobody can have an automatic weapon. And if you've got a crime or whatever, we're going to take your guns. You can't have a gun. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like, you know, that that is a solution, too. You know, you shouldn't be able to have whatever gun you want. Like, if you want to go hunting, you should have a designated hunting gun, Mm -hmm. you know? And if you want to get concealed carry, you got to go through all the classes. You got to definitely get checked and be, you know, a, being a good, upstanding citizen and good mental health. Then you can conceal carry. You know. Actually, I, I, have, a, I have a friend that uh, is very into guns here in Canada. We should probably get him on the show sometimes and, and sure. talk about gun control. And it, a lot of Canadians think. There, we don't have a problem here in Canada, and we really don't have a problem. Yes, there are shootings, but not on the scale you guys have. We can compare yeah. our entire country to one of your cities in stats. Yeah. You know, uh, so well, look at Chicago, where where guns are basically outlawed. Yeah, but look at the the, at crime, the crime rate there; it's the highest crime rate in the in the country. So in the United States, when you tend to crack down on guns, you tend to get more problems. 
Well, the problem, more deaths. It's, it's statistics. It just is the way it is. The problem is a single city can't handle it alone. You need the support right. of the federal government. You yes. need the support of the state government. You need exactly. everyone on board. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with it, Ian there on that one. We definitely need that on a federal level. And then, you know, it's, it's going to take time. So there has to be measures put in place, like putting the veterans in front of schools. You know what? If, if there's an old war vet that standing there with half a leg and a machine gun, I ain't going to go in and do a school shooting. That, that guy is one scary motherfucker, and Absolutely. he's going to you up. Yeah, before you step out of your vehicle, you're going to have to deal with that guy. And I think that's the only solution I can see to stop it immediately. Yeah, it, and it's got to stop immediately. Yeah, we, we cannot take any more. We cannot marry any more than our children. As a parent, is there anything a parent fears more than burying one of their kids? I don't. I think mean, so. there is nothing more horrible to th- to even think about. Yeah, and I agree. Um, it it just cannot be acceptable. Well, you know, and I, you know, I haven't looked at the whole history of school shootings, but you know, this has been going on for well over twenty years, well over, you know, well, Columbine, and it's just was know. in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, exactly. So it's twenty years. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's it's about time we did something. You know, we have to do something. I don't, I don't want them to take guns, and I, I, I don't I think you there know. needs to be some stricter laws from the federal level. Over every state, because I yeah, think that co- that is just inviting NRA and other lobbyists to, to not push legislation through. Yeah, like I should not be able to go get a gun that can be easily turned into like an automatic weapon. Like you said, like the only guns I should be able to buy should be hunting rifles, hunting right. You know, maybe shotguns, you know. If the, I want a handgun in Canada, I got to join a handgun club. And that What's the club do for you? They, I mean, they go down to the, the shooting range and you shoot with everybody else that has handguns. But like, we, have have to, have, we have to bring my friend on to really answer those questions. He knows them all. Yeah. He's got a ton of guns. Yeah. He's got my share because I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know... I'd love to hear that point of view too, you know, because you know, as as an American, you know, really, I get to hear mostly the views of people here, and very rarely the people from outside. Like, I have some foreign friends, but you, you know, it'd be good to hear someone who really knows about other gun laws, other regulations. Yeah, for sure, for sure, we uh, can all agree there. Yes, and we don't always agree, but life's a journey. And we're all in this together. So today, let's send our thoughts and prayers to the people in Parkland, Florida. And remember, do not become anybody's victim. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us in. No problem. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, everybody. Thanks, Ian, for joining us today, giving your point of view. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. 
GMOS Marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.